Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, policy access, applicable endorsements, annualized premium. I need a translator. Sometimes it's like insurance providers speak a different language. With OnPost Insurance, you get easy to understand quotes and humans who speak plain English. For our best car and home quotes, visit onpostinsurance.ie. Acceptance criteria, terms and conditions apply. One Direct Ireland Limited trading as OnPost Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. One Direct Ireland Limited is a wholly owned subsidiary of OnPost. Home insurance underwritten by Aviva Insurance Ireland DAC. Extraordinary power to change their appearance will be left in the hands of one man. Oh, yes, I give it cheese. Nice, you like? Oh, yes, you like it cheese. Papa. Welcome to Second Take Podcast Review of Master of the Skies, starring Dana Carvey, Jennifer Esposito, Harold Gould, James Berlin, and Brett Spiner. Written by Dana Carvey and Harris Goldberg and directed by Perry Andalyn Blake. I'm going to be a master of disguise. I'm going to be a This summer, your training begins now. Prepare to make the change. You are a fatty. <laughs> what is happening? Ah, save me, save me. Sorry, Grandpa. He will need a partner. Assistants commonly fall in love with their disguising masters. Can you resist, Pistachio? Can you resist me? I'll give it a shot. He will need practice. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Now you try. Who is your daddy? And a whole lot of patience. You got a little tomato soup with a crouton? No. You got some Neapolitan ice cream, you know? You got the vanilla chocolate strawberry. One of the greatest things ever invented. You don't got it! Dana Carvey. I am Prince Lali Jamba. Swarm, Terry Swarm. Are you a member of the Turtle Club? Am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? Let <laughs> <laughs> me win my show. No, no, no. Where'd he go? <laughs> the Master of Disguise. I think it's time for you to go. This is what you're doing. This is what I want you to do. Did you just tell me to shut up? Yes. Don't go in the water. Shark in the water. And I'm Sebastian. (laughs) And I'm Alex. You're a tall drink of water, and I just love moisture. I'm Andy Shosler.
And welcome to our review of Master of Disguise. It Actually, is. that was the best yeah. quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, one, it's one of my good lines that that, that character mm-hmm. is, uh, is one of the best parts of the film. It is kind of quotable. I had another two that were quite good, I thought. <laughs> no, we're not going anywhere with you. <laughs> I had a couple. Can I get some man-sized meatballs? <laughs> Most of my quotes that I wanted were in that intro that played. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. as a progressive listening to it, I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, good God. So uh, yeah. I've unofficially dubbed what we've started here as the trilogy of garbage <laughs> in that we each have gone out and picked one of the worst films that we all know, that we know. That's not the instruction we had said. No. Because well, the film I picked that we will be reviewing. Like a bad movie. Like we're picking a bad movie three on purpose, right? No, that's. I didn't think that was the instruction. Oh, well, what? Well, as far as I was, what aware, was the it brief? Because <laughs> maybe I've misread it or misspoke it. Well, I picked mine based on like a guilty pleasure film, films that you enjoy that nobody else. I seems do enjoy to. this film. Yeah, um, and I think you're alone in that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, guilty pleasure, sure. Well, I, that works. I was calling it the trilogy of garbage, and now I'm not sure. Well, okay, no. Uh, if, if if that was if that was the the goal, then I think there are worse films. But okay, no, we can yeah. we can still run with it. Excellent. All right. Well, let's get a couple of things out of the way. My voice is going, and it will go. Oh, it's great. So let's all enjoy this. Good. Good. Lovely thing we have going on. Drink um, some of your beer; it'll help. Yeah, maybe it will. What's your experience of this film? I when saw this at the cinemas. Same. Really, mm-hmm. really. My mum took me to see this. I remember that for some reason because I was like, why are we seeing this film? Obviously, she was just like, let's get out of the house, go, yeah. bam, this film. So, yeah. I rented this DVD, not as a new release, um, but as a, as a near new. I think I must have seen it, God, 2004, 2005. Yeah. Somewhere around then. Mm. It's a 2002 film. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yes. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Maybe it was filmed in 2001 then. It would have been early 2002. We'll get into it during my trivia. Oh, I see. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just surprised this film probably didn't have a very long film cycle itself, as in, like, the actual production itself. I'm not surprised because it's not very good. <laughs> also, <I was laughs> it's also say, it's not very, very simple. Yeah, it's like, well, it's, well, I have another bit of trivia about that as well, actually. There so. was a, what looked like a really good scene in... The outtakes. Which one was that? The one where he's like the toy master. The toy guy, yeah. And was it in the yeah. main film? They did go to the fair though, because that's where Gammy Num Nums is. Gammy Num Nums. Yeah. yeah. God, this movie's great. Yes. So this movie has no. everything. No, it doesn't, Seb. This film is... It's 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 lacking a story. No, it has It a has story. everything else. It has a it's story. Th- it, doesn't have, it doesn't have a story. It's got it such a good plot. What's the story? Uh, pistachios. Father Fabrizio was taken by Data and is mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going to use the disguising magic to sell things on the black market. And Pistachio, it's a coming-of-age story, real Luke Skywalker stuff here, needs to... Oh, l- yeah, comparing learn. this to Star Wars is appropriate. It's exactly right. I don't like Star Wars, so, I mean, like we're kind of on the same path here, though. <laughs> but, yeah, um, and he goes on the hero's journey, you know... And saves his family and really finds really? his place in the world. You would describe this as the hero's journey. I mean, I, I'm going to say yeah. a Campbellian hero's journey, yes. <laughs> Maybe in the loosest possible interpretation. <laughs> I, would, I would be I would willing <laughs> to concede that. 
I want to clear things up here. I'm siding with both of you because <laughs> it's a big pile of garbage. But Seb's also right. I'm. It's got a, it's got it's, a story. It definitely line. has it's a story. <laughs> it has as much of a story as Star Wars. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. I'm coming off as very antagonistic. Mm. Yes. And that's not to say that I didn't find entertaining good things about the film. Good. It's just that there are so many more bad things. I... <laughs> Actually, don't disagree with you. Yeah, yeah I much. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be much like our Mortal Kombat two review. All the reasons you're going to name for not liking it are the reasons I love it. Quite but possibly. we don't disagree on what they are. Well, you are in very slim company. Just quickly, <clears throat> this beer I remember tasting a whole lot worse. Yeah, me too. It's actually quite pleasant. It is lovely. Yes, it is. Should we give a subtle shout out to this very? niche beer that I think is just from Australia, right? I don't think it's that niche. It's available everywhere. It's the Burley Brewing Company Big Head No Carb Lager. Yeah, so... If you're yeah. on a carb-free diet, it's perfect for you. And I will say, for an entire beer being 88 calories, that's nothing. That's so tiny. Yeah. I can't Coke's like 300 to 400, <laughs> like yeah. in comparison. But this is actually... Yeah. It's and I remember being disgusting last time too. Oh. So this is kind of a damning... Me too. Maybe yeah, this is actually it, really nice. Yeah. Maybe you just had it warm or something. Anyway, I will say you though, see, you can oh, trust me with no, quality things. <laughs> Sorry, we were accustomed to drinking like Tuohy's extra dry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, that tasted good to us, and see, this yeah. didn't. The I think we just matured. <laughs> if I have Ted's these days, it's it's like it triggers like black and white <laughs> Vietnam style flashbacks in my, in my gut. Or I wanted to just throw up, and I'm like, yes. I don't remember being that specifically sick on Ted's, uh, but it was just like a like a touchstone moment of can, my gear. Yeah. <laughs> you can enjoy bad beer; it just has to be drunk when it's extremely cold. This is very off topic, but I was out last night for some drinks, and ah, oh, shocking. Um, is that how you lost your voice, Seb? No, I've been losing my voice gradually since Tuesday. But and you thought you'd being, celebrate with a big night of drinking? Yeah, I, I'll be honest, having to yell, we were out to like 4am, so having to yell at all the nightclubs did not help my voice, but it is what it is. That's exactly right. I mean, typically the night before recording, I like to go out and shout. <laughs> it's just a strangers. <laughs> um, you mean, you don't? <laughs> so I got this beer. I was, okay, so it was a work function and then another function after that. And uh, for the work function, I, I got a beer and then I would go like Pims because they have like Pims on tap. Then I'd have a beer. And then I have like a fruit tingle. I was going rotation between beer, drink I wanted, beer, drink I wanted. <laughs> well, you're a brave <laughs> Let's man. Let's get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Completely fine. No ill effects. Woke up feeling great today apart from my voice. So, and considering I was drinking from 4 p.m. through to what, 3, 4 a.m. Goodness me. Like good stretch. Very expensive night though. Looked at my bank account this morning and kind of cried a little bit. Mm. But um, one of the beers I got <laughs> was called Pirate friends. Life. Ooh. And I was like, oh, it does have the word pirate in it, so I'll give it a shot. I is did it, not is like, it incredibly bitter? It was like, okay, so I like a pale ale. Was, this was not a pale ale. But you know how they have that, that bit of a, like a sweet flavor to them? Mm. It was that, no, I'm not a but it was kind of like lemony sweet, and it just like, right. yeah, really like acidic. Oh, no. I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Everyone else tried it, like, no, this beer is completely normal. It's just because you're drinking fruit tingles all night, Possibly. which, hey, you know what? Yeah. That was true. That's my story. Mm. If you didn't cleanse your palate mm. you know, with a yeah. bit of cucumber dip or something. I did have some cucumber because <laughs> my pims came with cucumber in it. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> did you speaking, of, anything? speaking of cucumbers, 
I love, I'm loving to see where this segue goes. <laughs> uh, on IMDb, master of disguise, the master of disguise. My apologies. Yeah, he wants to be <laughs> the master. That doesn't how it goes. <laughs> it, the title is the master of disguise. Yeah, he is. Uh, on IMDb, it has a rating of three point three. On Rotten out Tomatoes, out oh, <laughs> of ten, three point three recurring. Yes. <laughs> uh, Wait, that actually means it's a one out of three movie. That feels high. That doesn't mean one out of three people like it. That just means people on average no, 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 rate no, no. it. Of course. Uh, uh, three. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score is 33%. Also, so, okay, so maybe also it does mean what I'm nice. saying. That's, uh, like, possibly. that's the same. Mm. Possibly. But the yeah. critical score oh. on IMD, uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, perhaps the lowest score I have ever seen for any film. Mm. 1%. That would be me. You would go through ah. and they collate like all the podcasts, the two movie reviews, all the anywhere, and you'd see a one, and that's that's me. There are usually episode. <laughs> there are usually very few critical reviews, like even popular films only have like thirty or forty reviews under the critical section at the very most. This one I think had seven. Oh yeah. Oh. Um. So this may very well be, you know, just the 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 absolute minimum that Rotten Tomatoes will give because they won't give a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I no one likes this. No, I'm, I'm going to go on record and say dot zilch nothing. You're not wrong, <laughs> but I think people are way harsher on this film than it deserves. There's no substance to it. It's not a good film. Okay, I will say I will say of this the same I said of um what was it that we did recently? Shriek. If you know what I did last mm. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, the the comedy is fine. The sketches are fine. It's just not a good film. Mm. A film is more than just a series of sketches and, 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 and plot lines. A film is more than that. Yep. It's just not a good film. We'll, we'll get into that. All right. Did Anything else, guys, before we move on to trivia? Um. <laughs> well, I'm going to hit the button. <laughs> look, and this look, train I usually do prepare for this segment, but... But, but oh, you yeah. went out for riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Would it surprise you to learn that this film had a budget? Of $16 million. Yes. 16? 16. 16 million American dollars went into producing this film. And I don't know where it went. All the costumes. 16 very <laughs> low. <laughs> you think 16 is low? Mortal Kombat Annihilation that came out in 99, 98. For a was comedy. 30 million. This is a comedy film that is entirely shot on sets. Yeah. They they weren't on location for anything. It was entirely shot on sets. Yeah, and they managed to burn through sixteen million dollars. You have to pay the actors. Also, the actual <laughs> the actual quality, like it looks good. Yeah, it's professional. Yeah, yeah. but that costs. I'm saying, and like that it's Esposito lady. <laughs> this is almost an independent <laughs> film by the standards of how much money was spent, though. Uh, it's not, it not independent, obviously, because it's a studio back, but like that budget yeah. is. Like, you know, there are independent films that have higher budgets than that. But it did make its money back. It took $43 million at the box office. Good. Good I want a sequel, and I want it on my desk by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. think if there was going to be a sequel, 
it would have come already. No, I can wait. Dana Carvey was not doing a whole lot during the 2000s. Yeah. He had sure. a lot of time on his hands. Sure. Yeah. So he, I was, he wasn't doing much. Maybe because yeah. of this film. Maybe. Yeah, honestly, maybe. He's got a Netflix special. Yeah, is he sad? I haven't watched it. Yeah, he sounds like I he's going to be sad. So I've got some trivia. This is weird for me. One of them is, is it's, it's, <laughs> it was guest written in. Chance Star was Anderson was going to join us, but he's ended up in. Yeah, I can't speak today. He's ended up himself in China somehow. He's like, just trying he's just to have it, a good time. Yeah, so <laughs> couldn't make it for those reasons. But he wanted us to know, guys, that turtle club scene. You're all familiar with the turtle club. Yes. Yes. They had to film that hours after the Twin Towers were hit in 9-11. Mm-hmm. Oh, and God. everyone on set was fully aware. And they had to, because schedule's a schedule. Yeah. You continue on. And that was the scenes that happened. Well, you don't stop day. working just because a tragedy has happened. I know, but like everyone on set's obviously a bit shaken by that point. And yeah. you have to go into a full comedy set, which is interesting. So mm. I will say, though, Having watched that scene with that knowledge, yeah, I think it came across fine. Like I don't, I, I you know, sometimes like, oh, I don't that? I think, think they're all pretty good. Okay, I don't kind of think thing. if they had been recording this scene, you know, during a week of excellent shoots and being on budget and on target and everybody being happy with everybody else on set under perfect conditions, I don't think this scene could have been any better than what we got because it's kind of rubbish. It's one of the most infamous scenes in this yep. film. Yep. Yeah. And right. it goes nowhere and it has no point and it's completely stupid. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because it's 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 a trash pile of a scene. Like it's like, oh no, what is happening? It's is this offensive? I can't tell. Like All right, all right. The the whole scene, the whole Turtle Club scene, right? They're trying to track down <laughs> the kidnapper of Pistachio's father. Fabrizio, you're going to call him by his fun name. Right. His new assistant, who he hires for plot reasons, yeah, tells him she recognises a cigar stub that leads them eventually to, to the Turtle Club. And as, as the that's, where, that's where the place it's, it's, it's available or it's sold or rolled or whatever it happens to be. And the man from all those Happy Madison films is there as the cigar boy. <laughs> the one from Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Yeah. He was also the museum curator in The Mummy. Yes, him. Yeah, ah. I don't mind him, actually. He's a fun actor. He's a fun actor. So it leads to there. This is the first clue they have as to the track down the, the, the kidnapping of his father. Mm. The Turtle Club. Yes. Which is just a name. Yes. It has nothing to do with turtles. Yes. And Pistachio's big idea that his assistant tries to persuade him out of yes. is to dress... As a turtle, brilliant, to hunt down the kidnapper of his father. Yes, it's entirely stupid. It's not even good in a kids' movie. This is a kids' movie. Well, Dana Carvey did write it for his children because all of his other material was was all you know adult content that they that they couldn't watch. Yes, mm. but it's just stupid. It's not even. It's not even lovingly silly it's just a stupid idea my blood was boiling watching it but <laughs> i mean they executed they they feel it's turtle <laughs> i've actually forgotten my second piece of trivia so <laughs> just uh, i've got trivia wonderful i'm just I'm, 
this is me foreshadowing yeah. it. I'm just going to yell it do randomly it. Yeah, at any it. point in this review because I was a good one, but it's it's escaped me. Cool. So, Alex. Hi. Trivia? Dana Carvey's in it. Oh, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot do of you know who was considered for Pistachio's role? Um, Not John Brolin or whatever that guy's <laughs> name who was Fabrizio. You realize he's actually Josh Brolin's dad? I ended up doing ah. some research. So I was like, ooh, same last name. Yes, that's his that's dad. James Brolin, who is legitimately married to Barbara Streisand. Yep. Yeah. That's why the Barbara Streisand joke is in the end credits. Yeah. It, nice. was, it was some weird stuff, but like I was, because I, I was looking at him, I was like, oh, he looks familiar, but I, I saw this movie so many times when I was young. Yeah. So I was like, it's probably just that. And then I was like, no, he looks really familiar, but he can't possibly be Josh Brolin's dad because Josh Brolin's a grandfather, right? He's not, but he looks like he could, could be. be. You yeah. saw this film many times because you were being tortured or you had evil parents? I don't know, I was just young and thought it was funny. Right. Sorry, I was young and knew it was funny. <laughs> it's all about phrasing, guys. Mm. Well, Jim Carrey was under consideration to play Pistachio. Yep. Oh, that would have been Mask-esque. Mm, yeah, around about the same time, too. Mm. Yeah. I think, when, when was Mask? 97, 96? Yeah, but this Something is 2002. Like Late 90s? Yeah. But yeah. I, um, this movie's yeah. definitely a giant middle finger to Austin Powers, though, right? Like, into Mike Myers. This is like peak feud part time for Dana Carvey and... And um, Mike Myers, probably like did the, they have a falling out? They did during Wayne's World too, wasn't it? Or around that era, either either way. So they're not friends. They have not had their reunion by this point. Even now, it's debatable as to whether or not they actually get along. He does like Shrek quotes at the beginning of this film. This film is, I would argue, is kind of Austin Powers esque. It's obviously not not you know British spy tropes, yeah. but there's a lot of things that are just the same jokes from Austin Powers, and it feels like. A fuck you, I can do them better, sort of thing. And I'm maybe. sure it's maybe it's not, I don't think there's ill intent there, but there's saw, so many of them, it feels more than coincidental. I saw a Howard Stern interview with Dana Carvey, and they were talking about um, the the falling out, the, the feud, if you, if you like. And Dana Carvey himself has said, look, it wasn't ever that bad. It was just because I would be, you know, doing a bit of improv or riffing behind the scenes, uh, behind the set uh, in SNL. And then lo and behold, you know, the next week, that would be. Mike Myers pitch for, for for a character or, or mm. for a sketch or something without giving Dana Carvey any credit. Yeah. So you can understand him being disappointed no. about it, but by by his own admission, it wasn't it wasn't like they had a huge fight about it. They just stopped working together for a yeah. while. Yeah. Why didn't Dana take it to the people? I mean, it's, it's kind of an unwritten thing of comedy. If you're going to, you know, hey, he stole my he stole my joke. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Chanstar would be would be a perfect person to bounce off here, as far as yeah. uh, joke stealing in in the comedy circles is concerned. But I would imagine. Well, you know, are you accusing Chanstar of no, 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 no. no. I've heard I'm, it here. I know, folks. Chanstar Anderson, joke stealer. In the instances, in, no, in the instances <laughs> of joke stealing, I I would imagine there's a culture where competent and good comics wouldn't lower themselves to calling somebody out for stealing their jokes, they would just continue to write better jokes and leave it be. You know, Maybe if it's particularly egregious or it goes on for a long time, then you would call them out. But I would imagine the reason why Dana Carvey you know, didn't say, or maybe he did, and he just didn't, didn't say anything, but that's not, that's not well, well, well publicised that he did do that, so we yeah. can assume that he didn't. And I would imagine that's just because he's more of a stand-up guy than Mike Myers is. 
Yeah. Or maybe I mean, he's more of a possible. sit down guy. Yeah. He didn't do anything about it. <laughs> Boo. He's, Dana Carvey <laughs> is very funny. I remember the Dana Carvey show, yeah. right, his sketch show. It only had eight episodes. I don't even know if it went Shocking. into a second season. Right. Um, but it was funny. He had good characters. Right. He's a good improviser. He's good with voices. He does that part very well. It's just a shame that he didn't spend a lot more time on a decent story. Because it's not brilliant. This film? Yeah. No, it's it's a very average film that does some very weird things, which yeah. is kind of why it has a weird place in my heart, just because it's so strange in points. I can, I, I can see why you like it. I just don't understand why you'd ever want to admit that publicly. I'm not afraid <laughs> of who I am. Um, I cannot for the life of me remember my other piece of trivia. Does anyone else have anything further or can we continue yeah, on? Last one, Bo Derek um, was nominated for a Razzie as Worst Supporting Actress for her little you know, thing as uh, in, in the opening scene. She does the, the somersault into the car. She's not even really in it. I don't know why she would be nominated for it. Um, but she lost out to Madonna in 2002 uh-huh. who won it for her portrayal as the, the fencing girl in Die Another Day, yeah. <laughs> which was a, a, a rubbish <laughs> character On role. the point of Bo Derek, the, the intro scene where it's revealed, you know, he's stealing from Data. Yeah. That actual mask pull-off bit is actually incredible. Throughout the entire film, people pulling masks off, they normally, like, they go to pull, and then they cut, and then they cut back, and then it's obviously a mask, yeah? This is all done in one take, where she's in the front center screen, having a chat, blah, 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 pulls it off and he's there. And it was done very well for this film. Like genuinely, there's some really dodgy ones in this film. That opening one is legitimately done in what looks like one solid static take. And I was like, wow, that's like better than Mission Impossible did it. Yeah, maybe. The but first one, for some reason, I don't know why, it was just so good. I was like just shocked. a bit of clever editing with a you know, wipe done the right way or... But it looked so good, my point. Yeah, looks, there are other ones later on, like they'll, they'll reach for their face and then it will cut to the bad guy and then cut back. And then it is definitely a mask by that point. Yeah. This one was just like, she was just talking and just pulled off a full front body part of herself and revealed Fabrizio. It was just shockingly good. Well, I'm not willing to watch it again to confirm that. I will pull it up later and show you all. and You'll all be as amazed <laughs> as I am. Deal. All right, Neil. Uh, it's also the directorial debut and finale <laughs> of Perry and Dylan Blake. It's oh. the last film he ever directed. Because he died? No, just <laughs> that he's never directed anything he's since. The producer? The, I don't know. Does he write? I wasn't interested enough to look up. Well, that's fair. It is my job. Look, he, I'll look him up while he hit the button. For he the next he one. directed it. He made a film, and I think, I think the the critical appreciation maybe. of it on Rotten Tomatoes oh. is entirely appropriate. He's a, a production designer. Yeah, this was the first film he directed. Yeah. He, he'd, he'd worked on Happy Madison Productions. Well, I was going to say Murder yeah. Mystery, Sandy Wexler. Yeah. There's a bunch of Happy Madison projects here. Yeah. The do-over. It's Paul Blart, more cop. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Maybe they couldn't get anyone better, or maybe they just thought he was the right man for the job. Maybe he'd it was a bucket list thing, and he was like, I'm going to direct this film. And they were like, okay, dude. He did do some second unit directing work for an once again, all Madison, happy Madison. Yeah. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, Zookeeper, and The Do Over. Sure, but he never directed another film. No, he no, he did not. I'm I'm just saying, like he's done some weird for this film, which I thought had no real attachment to the. Oh, I suppose it, it's that Happy one Madison actor. Productions. Is it actually? Yeah, it's a Happy Madison film. Oh, I did not notice that. 
Gross. Yeah. Did you even watch this film? Yeah, I rented it on YouTube. Five, four American dollars? I'm dedicated. Wow. Mm. Dedicated. All right. Movie babies? Yeah. Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay. Movie babies. I think I've cracked it. Mm-hmm. Spy Kids. <laughs> and Austin Powers. Yeah. International Man of Mystery. Austin yeah. Powers is one of mine. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Which one? International Man of Mystery, Spy Who Shagged Me, or Gold Member? I mean, quality-wise, Gold Member, but definitely it, all all the jokes that I noticed were taken were taken from number one and two. Yeah. I don't know why you guys thought Austin Powers was a good mix, because I didn't get an Austin Powers vibe from this at all. No, no, I said, like, the literally some of the jokes were the same from Austin Powers. Like, there was well, just copied jokes. Yeah, maybe. Yep. That's just Austin Powers? Oh, the, I need the second the one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, no. Oh, um, Star Wars. Why Star Wars? <laughs> this is literally Wait, a Luke Skywalker story. Which one? Phantom Menace, uh, New Attack Hope. of the Clones, uh, Revenge of the Sith, New Hope. New Hope. Okay. Yeah. Right. 100%. Revenge of the Sith, New Hope, uh, with the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one. I'm New looking Hope. at you in befuddlement because I don't know why you would... Star Wars. <laughs> why am I saying Star Wars? How on earth is this comparable to, to A New Hope? Um, I can I can lay it out. I'm going to sound like a dick when I do it, but bear with me. I'm trying not to go on long rants today because of my uh, voice, but here we go. No, okay, okay. So, uh. so Pistachio, he's he, he doesn't know his his secret ability. He doesn't know his destiny. Right. Destiny, destiny. No, destiny. His, his, his family has kept it secret from secret. him. Secret. <laughs> it's already two parallels, and it, yes. And it takes a horrible tragedy for a mentor to appear mm-hmm. yes. and... And the show mentor him who trained his father, yeah, yes, is, yep. and show him is is yeah. Somehow he gets you know a girl in white involved mm-hmm. in yep. his in his escapades. Yep. yep. Cool. Yep. And then he has to go on an adventure where he's dressing up as many different people yep. in order to but no do yes. something. So Luke Skywalker didn't do the dress as many people thing, but he did use the skills that were handed down to him by the man that trained his father. It, his skills just happen to be disguising in this case, mm-hmm. whereas in Star Wars it was. The Force, but there was a disguise involved in Star Wars. That's true, but that's not. The, I wasn't drawing the direct like mm. disguise to disguise parallel, but it's still using. I am your, what you've been taught. I mean, they're both there in the mm-hmm. loosest possible interpretation of yep. the hero's journey. Even in the very end, you are correct. He ends up right. fighting his dad as well. I mean, like not really. He does end up fighting for Ritsko in the very end, who thinks he's Devlin Bowman. Yeah. I believe there's even a line in the in the cut scenes where there's a dark he's revealed there's a dark side of the disguise yep. magic and he says just the lack of the Star Wars I can't do the voice which is terrible because it's Italian but it's so bad. See, yeah, okay. What are yours? I've been I've been out, outgunned there. I, I know I don't have like the energy in my voice to do this, but I definitely want that. I'm, I'm gonna be Seb's hype guy. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. This one was difficult because yeah, it is. It is a story that's been told before, but it didn't make me think of anything while I was watching it. I was so brain dead going in. But the again, Japanese have a, a word for that. Yes, not specifically while watching a movie, and I can't remember the word. Oh, thank you Go for on. that. An <laughs> <laughs> eye-opening lesson here. <laughs> so I had Commando because mm-hmm. his daughter is kidnapped in order to blackmail him into but he doing something. 
you know, no, replace him with Wars another family member, fine, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and movie 43, because movie 43 is just a series of sketches that go nowhere, have nothing to do with, with any sort of arc of the story. It's just a series of sketches played one after the other. They themselves are, you know, moderately enjoyable. Some of them are uh, quite good, I would even say. But they make absolutely no sense to the to the rest of the film. Have I watched movie forty three? We reviewed it, but I don't remember if you were here for it because mm. it, it was we watched it around end of last year, was it? Now a movie mm. that does a very similar thing to this of disguising yourself as different people and does it really well is a very little known film called The Actors, starring Dylan Moran and Michael Caine. Essentially, what happens is that Michael Caine is a seasoned actor who has sort of taken Dylan Moran under his wing, and he, in trying to prepare for a role, he spends some time at a bar, and he comes up with this idea that there is this situation where two people owe each other... One person owes another person money. Neither of them have ever met. So you, Dylan Moran, as, you know, I'm going to give you tutelage and instruct you in how to play, right, the guy that's going to go in there and pretend to be the guy from who's, who's owed the money, take the money, and job's done. Right. But it turns out that they then get a call from the real guy, and so Dillamora then also has to impersonate uh, uh, the guy who owed the money to put the guy who was really sent to collect the money off the scent. Then... He plays that guy uh, back in the uh, back in the pub uh, to to the guy who owes the money in order to think that he's going after the guy that he first played. It's very it's very convoluted in in a rather enjoyable way. Mm. And the whole point is that Dylan Moran is having to dress up in disguise and act as as, as different people. Michael Caine too gets involved in in the later part of the film. And it's a good story. It's a very solid story. It's focused. This is not focused in any way. It's it, it's an excuse to do voices and dress up in costume. This. That's not a good reason to do a film. That's acting. I yeah, it's not a good reason to do a film. If you want to do that, do a sketch show. I don't disagree yeah. with anything that you've said. We should do the actors at some point. Yeah, it no, really we'll is a in. terrific film. Did you guys see that I've added uh, Fast and the Furious movies next year? All of them? Did I see that? You're so awful, Seb. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm not going to do them. We can replace you. <laughs> <laughs> You're all, everyone's replaceable, guys. Somebody can review hey. these fun movies. <coughs> I remember the, the first and the second being okay. I remember them. Be, oh, the second was trash from my memory. The first was Too all Fast, right. Too Furious, yeah? The one it, oh. Oh shit! And then was, Fast yeah. and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Sorry, Tokyo Drift and two, I think, were the ones I don't like. Yeah, the one in sixty seconds did it better. When they added the rock and it became like a heist thing, I was really Ooh. into that. I think that's great stuff. I just remember completely tuning out the where they're driving through the city with a giant bloody safe on the back of their cars. You know that was mostly practical, isn't that the Italian job? With a safe, no. <laughs> like a massive have, safe chained back of the cars. They have a little safe in the back of a mini. I haven't seen any of these. This is like a, <laughs> a safe the size of the room we're recording in. They actually had a car inside of a fake safe dragging behind them that would have to like drive on the road. So they didn't just like CGI the safe. There was actually like 
a fucking safe just driving behind him. It was really cool. Like, okay. It was weird. All right. Well, no, that's how they, so that wasn't part of the film. That was just how they made that effect. That, I get that. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, I get yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I know it was a safe wink. Oh, my God. All driving right. wink behind. Tweets? Sure. And today I'm going to read it to you. Any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. How to ruin your career by doing the 10 things that you're famous for. Hashtag just spend time with your kids. Aww. How many times do we have the story of somebody just did it for their children, you know? And this is the good one. This is the one happy ending of that story that somebody made a good film for their kids. <laughs> this isn't Harrison Ford, you know, coming back and doing Indiana Jones 4 or something. This is just, yeah. I'm not criticizing Dana Carvey on his parental skills. I'm criticizing him on making a bad movie. Yeah. I love this movie. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it? It was oh, something along, guys, whether it be level one or level 7,000. The real way to be a master of disguise is within you all along. 15,000? 7,000 levels. And he was a 1.25 at one point. Because of his assistant? Yes. That, bump, bump, that bumped him up. 1.5 was it? Yeah. He's a white belt. I think it was 15,000. Maybe it, maybe it was. I thought it was 7, but either way. not. Enough. I mean, still a lot. Yeah, he's never going to get there. No. Alex. If you make the same joke enough, it does become funny. <laughs> no. no. I actually, can you do me a favor? I actually, I've actually rigged something up. Could okay. you just laugh and then stop laughing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, I had that rigged up. I was waiting for someone to laugh. Nobody's laughing at this movie for some reason, <laughs> which is shocking. <laughs> yeah, great. All right. Well, <laughs> let's move oh, on. I thought we were doing the last scene where he does. Dang it. All right, yeah. let's move on to the good, the bad. What do you guys want to start with? Let's start with the good. It's going to be the longest segment of the, sure. entire, of yeah, the entire thing. Go ahead. Make my day. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. The good. Oh, this let's, is me. This is my time to shine. This is genuinely just a very funny movie. Well, their bad choices are hilarious because they're so bad. You have to enjoy this movie with a bit of a meta lens on it, I think. I'm just saying, hey, how can I watch them go? Okay, imagine taking a test, going to school, okay. multiple choice, Ooh. and you just. Do you have to pick a letter? Um. Yes, this is letters A to E. Oh. Yes, yeah, so some of those. Yeah, nice. I know it's not great, and you've been told every single time on the test, option E says all of the above it is the correct answer to take. You know that going in. Every time it says all the above, it is going to be that answer. And then you actively never pick that answer. That's what this movie is. Every time there was an easy win, an easy good choice, how do we do this the right way? They don't do it that way. To a point that it's kind of, they kind of got bad choices down to an art form in this film. I can't think of anything apart from, no, to be fair, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. A beautiful train wreck. I love it. So when I say this film is great, no, no, no. This film is 
horrible garbage. I it's it's awful. You would you would show this to people saying, "Hey, never do this. This is a war crime. We don't do this in combat." You know, like you would teach people to be better than this film, but you'd also never wanted to show it to anyone just in case something accidentally rubbed off onto them and then made its way into another film as well. So it's kind of like you want to isolate it and like like a plague. You want to keep it locked up in a ho- in a hospital, you know, in some little side room where it can't infect anyone else. This is patient zero. But that already passed. It's out. It's there. People have seen it. So what can you get from it? I guess Schadenfreude. It's like not infectious. It's just a bad film. No, I think this is damaging to film. <laughs> like. I think this is this is uh, I'm gonna have to leap at that soundboard every time, aren't I? Yeah. Um, I think this is damaging to the concept of filmmaking, but in such a way that I think it's funny. You're gonna have to explain that to me. I I don't understand. I don't think a bad film ruins the industry. No, no. I think that's rubbish when people say that. When you know, oh, this film has ruined the franchise. Even that's no. Every film is standalone. Yep. I don't know if you've heard of the MCU. No, no, no. I mean, every film is judged on its own merits. It can be part of a bigger series, but it itself is judged on its own merits. You can have a bad film in amongst a lot of good ones. You can have a good film in amongst a lot of bad ones. Mm. Yeah. This is just a bad film. I know. Some of the jokes really did land for me. Some of the jokes were fantastic. Like the first one where his grandfather uh, is dressed up as the maid. Right, in order to show Pistachio how how quickly he can he can disguise himself and go, and the <laughs> and the joke is <laughs> that he, you know, he stumbles acro- across this maid who he's never seen before, but he just buys it and okay, yeah, this yep. is the maid, and he goes, oh, and the place is so clean and tidy. I thought that was a great joke. Yeah, Pistachio's character as a whole does tread between being kind of amusing and kind of frustrating. Do you guys have that issue though? Yeah. We're only talking about the good things here, so I'm talking about the good stuff, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, I find yeah, he was I, so fucking annoying. <laughs> I found his like some of his bumbling moments though were were funny for me. Some of them were okay. Mm. A lot of them also weren't okay. So hey, this is uh, this is gonna be both a good and a bad point for me. Contrived is 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 an appropriate way to describe it. Yeah. Um, I like my favorite. Okay, my favorite disguise in the entire film is the man from Jaws. Shark in the water. Yep. Just like I'm in the middle of a lake, just a boat. It's opportunity. Really? Like I for some reason I, it was very funny for me. Like it was just a stupid idea. Um second favorite for me though is disguising himself as the inside of a cherry pie. <laughs> because he could have just been wearing anything when he came out of the pie. Yep. He could have been dressed as a security guard. Yep, he could have. But he decided to dress as the internals of the pie. Which makes sense it's just it's just so stupid you're right it's just so so stupid that was actually the end of that statement it's just so stupid Mm -hmm. full stop i don't know it was just because they're trying to like get my head around the the in universe logic of the character Uh, made me laugh i will say so short-sighted i will say of this film that every single bit of it every single idea that went into it would be great when you're just sitting around a table and just shooting ideas, just comedians all throwing out funny ideas. It would be funny to hear that. And then, you know, he, he gets up out of the cherry pie and he's just dressed as the inside of a cherry pie. <laughs> that would be fantastic. In that, not in a film. 
it just it's so stupid it doesn't make sense in the film i think why i kind of gravitate to this style of humor sometimes is honestly it's playing dnd i always throw these stupid ideas at the table to try and see what the team will go with mm-hmm. it if they do me disguising myself as the inside of a pie is something that would not shock my, 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 the game runner in my game. No. They would be like, that's no. very sep. That's entertaining for you and maybe for the other people playing the game. For people listening to the game, it's just a distraction that goes nowhere mm. and has no value wh- whatsoever. That's what, this, that's what the cherry pie joke is. Harsh. No, I don't know. I mean, it's not... Funny, I can I can see why people would laugh at it when they were pitching it and and just talking about yep. it, right? That's that's the that's the context for it where where it's funny, but it's, it's just so stupid. Why would he? Even an idiot wouldn't do that. But in, I guess in you have the to mind of a child watching this film, a guy sneaks into a mansion inside a cherry pie and then comes out as the insides. <laughs> it's hilarious for a child. Okay. For children. I don't think who so. Who this movie was written for. Children. Not adults Ooh. 17 years later. Okay, this... You know, yes, I do agree. His, this is a kid's movie. Yes. But in saying that, there is a, there is a lot of um, Everything. adult stuff. Disney, it's all throughout Disney, all throughout The Simpsons. Yeah. They're all fucking children things. Yeah, that's true. It's everywhere. There's always going to be something for adults... No. But it's a chill. Yes. No. 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 You don't get to excuse bad writing because it's a kids' film. I'm not. I'm not that's saying it's bad writing. I'm saying it's. I'm for saying children. it's bad writing. I know, and that's your opinion. That's like and your opinion, opinion, man. <laughs> um, so who do we have? Like, we have. I'm, I want to go through the disguises because mm-hmm. I guess that's where most of the humor comes from. Um, the Indian snake charmer was probably a bit on the nose, but that's that's probably my you least favorite can't disguise. Really get away with blackface. Not. So. Yeah. So that one's not great. Didn't yeah, didn't land. Um, actually, I really did like the fact that um, Fabrizio had to go around dressing as celebrities and like get those like all the little artifacts and stuff. I thought it was quite fun. Okay, did a couple of cameos. Yeah. I wish I knew who all any of them were apart from Governor Jesse Ventura and <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Oh yeah, that's right. I thought it was Brittany at first, and then when she's like, you know, like, oh Jessica, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, yeah. But. Apart from that, I like that the runner and stuff. I had no idea who the hell that was, but I mean that would have been Hussein Bolt if this movie came out today. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Um, what other disguises? Oh, Gammy Num Nums. Gammy was funny. That's funny. Gammy yeah. Num. Gammy was funny. If if the film was more of that, more clever disguises, mm. where they've gone disguised into the party as a young girl and her mother, right, or or her chaperone, right, that's legitimate disguise you would do that not al pacino and <laughs> yeah the al pacino one was um <coughs> not one of my favorites no um shark in the water guy is my absolute favorite though i don't know why i don't know i just i thought it was i i thought the voice was really good it was fun yeah, the, and yeah. also dana carby is good at voices yeah. just once yep. again the concept of i need a quick disguise water sure that like it's it's such a it's such a leap of logic that it, it kind of surprises me like oh that's really funny like it's okay once again i think that's kind of why i found the um cherry pie funny because it's just a leap of logic you would never oh a lack of logic i guess that you'd never take because it's like why would you possibly do that it's so stupid all right but i guess you i mean really i i thought uh, the joke was done for me at this comically large cherry pie yeah that even the the Chef or the butler could, uh, 
I don't even know where, the, where this pie came from. Yeah. You know? That's for, and the joke was done, as far as I was concerned. And then the whole him dressing up as the cherry pie just yep. seemed unnecessary and over the top. I wonder if they only did it because of the when he gets caught wearing you know the, you know the wrong shoes for the disguise. You can write something better for that. Yeah, but I didn't mind that catch actually. It was quite fun. But yeah, um, what's his name? Prince Minor. Pretty good. He's in this good. Film. Um, he's good. He always brings his A game to any, anything he's he's in. Yeah, the fart jokes. Listen, I laughed at one of them, and it's the one where he thinks he's not going to fart. <laughs> um, yeah, so that lovely <laughs> delay, and then yeah, so I had a good time with that. Actually, didn't mind most of the cast. Like um, Fabrizio, I thought it was solid performance from him. Yeah, whatever. The grandfather was fine too. Dana, it really, it really comes to whether or not you're going to get into Dana or not in this film, though. Pistachio you, was annoying. Yeah, if you can buy him, annoying. buy into him as just an absolute moron, that kind of solves all the logic gaps in this but film. Why? Why is he a moron? I just mean, he really he, is an idiot. Yeah, he's a morons. Yeah, I don't know why. No, no, he just is he, though. But yeah, it's not that he makes decisions. I mean, he's just an idiot. Art imitating life. You think so? Yeah, I don't buy it. Yeah, I think that's a bad decision. You don't. You shouldn't dumb down things if you're making a kids' movie. Simplify them, but do not dumb them down. Yeah, because then you end up with crap just like this. Well, do we want to officially slide into the bad then? Sure. If you've got nothing else in its defense, I laughed at a couple of things. They had some jokes that were good. Same. And that one guy who was a shark boy was lovely. <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. I've fallen, and I can't get up. I can't believe you've done this. So right off the bat, this film did not have me. Right. It it lost me straight away. It starts off nicely. Yeah. There's this mystical music. The credits are sort of coming over, and it looks like it's it's going to be a film about magic. Like the disguises, you know, come from this little magical, you know, thing that some people mm. have or this family has, and they've managed to unlock it, and that's going to be their real skill. I guess you could still make that argument, but it's never really explicitly said. Uh, but then just for no reason... It um it changes to a pop song and a cheap cartoony credit sequence. Yeah. Of you know, the pages flipping and you know, these silly little cartoons and, and people's names coming up yeah, to, like to a that? pop song. I mean oh. keep it consistent. No, the the mystical music was fine. You know, set it if if we're supp- Ghostbusters is a great example of this, right? If we're supposed to take it seriously, it's still a comedy, but if we're mm. supposed to take it seriously that this stuff is real and it's really happening, then you have to play it straight. You can't be goofy in your opening scene. Yep. It has to be played straight. I will say, this is a bit off topic, but how did this film get two original made songs? <laughs> it has two different Master of Disguise theme songs in it. There's the opening one, which is, I, th- I think from memory, one of them sung by a girl, one of them sung by a guy, and they are completely different, but they are they are... About the master of disguise. Getting a song written isn't difficult. Two. That's you were asking where the sixteen million dollar budget went. They had two original. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying writing songs, commissioning songs is not expensive. I'm fully made their soundtrack. I'm just saying, like that's extra money that didn't have to be spent. No, that's what I'm saying. If you want to commission an artist to write a song, it's not that expensive. A few grand, maybe. Why should it be? 
Well, can you write a song? I could give it a go. I'm not saying it's easy. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't but get me wrong. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not suggesting that there's no craft in songwriting. I'm saying a lot of people do it, and if you want to commission a song, it's not going to be you know, that expensive to do it. It's not going to run your film up to $16 million if you want to include a few original songs. All I'm saying is coming from uh, a music background, mm-hmm. it, it should be expensive because mm-hmm. writing songs is not easy. No, and it's not something that should just be, oh, yeah, we can spend, we can spend five bucks on that. Yeah, art d- isn't easy either, but Correct. there's not <laughs> enough demand to bump up the price. You're in a field with a lot of competition that's why the price is where it is. And I'm saying it's not expensive to get an artist. To e- even even to get a good one, it's not that expensive. Oh, this, I'm not saying these are, these are, these are good. That was, that was all oh, I was yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the songs are I don't know fun, why you're getting so popping. defensive over everything, Andrew. Yeah, it's like you hate this movie and yeah. you're angry about it. No, it's because my words are being twisted and I'm you know correcting it as it's yeah, coming yeah. up. Feels defensive. You're by, guys. Of course, it's defensive. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you're like both you're wrong. <laughs> this film is the best movie possibly of all time. You can get fucked. <laughs> um, what was what was next on your, your hit just list? Just quickly, sorry, sorry. Why is that a bad thing? <laughs> Why is what a bad thing? Getting fucked. Oh, like telling uh, someone go get fucked. Like, okay, <laughs> see you later. Can I, can you I know be ex- what I mean? Can I be excused from I work follow. for this? Or oh, telling someone to get fucked as an insult? You're like, oh, yeah. I guess I'll go have sex. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I don't really. Yeah. It doesn't. Doesn't. Yeah. It's just somebody saying I don't appreciate what you're doing right well, now. Well, telling someone to fuck off is different, right? Yes. It's the same. Uh, it's fuck off, you, get fucked. It's yeah. exactly the same. Well, fucking off feels like you're going somewhere. Getting fucked is something happening to you. That's yeah. why I mean, like, just I don't know. I'm not going to well, die. Well, rape table, is also getting fucked. Okay. Whoa. Any more about this movie? Wow. <laughs> Jeez. That's a good turn for the worst. Movie. Pistachio's accent is stupid. Yes. His voice is stupid. Annoying. And it's completely annoying. Whoever decided that, whoever, whoever cleared it, Carvey. whoever thought that was an appropriate voice to have for the length of the movie Carvey. was out of their mind. Yeah, it's not great. No, no, no. Dana Carvey didn't approve it. There were producers and directors involved who said... Okay, we'll run with that. We're not going to contest it. Yeah, and they were wrong to do that. Maybe they watched the wrong reel or something. <laughs> uh, oh god, he was doing like an alternate take every time, and the yeah. director's just showing them one set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suckers. I'll show them. Oh yeah, no, I agree. The no- the voice was very annoying. As an Italian, I wasn't even sure if I should be offended because I was like, "This is so stupid." There's another there's another stupid scene right at the start of the film where he's in the restaurant, he accidentally you know, he's he he's he's carrying a lot of plates and Rex, the the waiter, uh, says, What are you doing? That's way too many plates and, and Pistachio uh, poor having done this into waiter Rex. <laughs> Pistachio having, you know, grown up in this restaurant, he says, oh, you've got a lot to learn. I can do this. I can carry six plates without without doing it. Rex trips him and the food goes flying onto the people. Cut immediately to their heads covered in pasta, you know, under their glasses and yep. under their hats and things. Okay, that's kind of funny. And Pistachio starts to clean them up and then he begins to grate cheese over their heads. Yeah. That's just, com- it was funny and then it wasn't funny because of that. If we're, tr- if we're trying to be sold that he's concerned, right, he's genuinely concerned for the welfare of, of, of these clients, 
why does he start grating cheese ever? That's just so stupid. I'm with it's you. It's so stupid. I was actually lost a bit before this. Yeah. When Rex tripped the weight, the owner's son, yeah. causing an incident and thinks he's, he's just still a bully. Have a job. Yeah, that's bullies do that. Yeah. My my thing was like, oh, isn't he going to get fired? The yeah, dad literally yeah. kicks out customers because they insult yep. the son later. Yep. But Rex tripping him is apparently an acceptable <laughs> loss. Yeah. And that would have been a great setup for a revenge story that he ends up being, you know, part of the villain or he helped kidnap his he father. He be the biff for this film. As, yeah, 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 that's exactly. But they didn't go there. It's no. not clever enough. Boy's no. right? off. He gets to slap the shit out of him. <laughs> he, oh, <laughs> no, he doesn't beat up Rex, doesn't he? Doesn't he? He beats oh, up. Wait, no, he's not yeah. in the film again. No, he is in the film again. Oh, briefly. He gets pushed yeah. over after Pistachio beats up his ex-girlfriend's yeah, yeah. other, which is because he beats up his new girlfriend's ex who's cheating on him with, on her with his ex. It's There's two guys that were both bullies, but the one he beats yeah, up right, is the like one that was dating yeah. the new girl. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. But then he does push over Rex, the waiter, in that scene. Weak payoff. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, how do we deal with our bullies? One scene. Quick, go, 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 go. <laughs> um, the dog skateboarding was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the cute. Look, yeah. uh, when they're explaining the whole um, power of the disguise family, right? They have this whole montage of him getting into these different costumes of the Indian guy and trying all these, all these different things. Montage of it, you know, minutes of a uh, film. And it ends up just being filler. It's completely, you know, rendered uh, irrelevant because the real secret to the power is Energico. Yeah. Right? Okay. So if that's the real power, why the hell did we just watch this montage of him going through the disguises if that had nothing to do with his training? It oh. had absolutely nothing to do with his training. I think. And I might be wrong. So well, they, they have no, to learn no, how to no, because his, because his grandfather says to him, you're not getting this, and that's because... There is a second part to the, to this skill that I haven't told you about yet, and that's Energico. Yeah, that will unlock your ability to become these characters. In, in a so in just like a role start play there. What the hell is the point of the montage, other than to get Dana Carvey dressing up and doing voices yep. on film? I might if be that's, wrong. If that's what you wanted to do, then write a sketch show, do a little kids segment. I know YouTube wasn't around at the time, and the internet wasn't that hot, so there wasn't that outlet for this sort of comedy but it's not a good reason to do a film if that's all you have in the logic of the film i think they have to actually know how to put a disguise well, on then write it yeah. write it because he makes the comment that any idiot can wear a hat in a costume. that's exactly and, s- and so then i feel like an idiot because i was kind of buying it that he was being trained mm. and it ends up no all he's been doing is changing hats yes this whole time he hasn't advanced in his training. The story hasn't progressed at all. Mm. Until he gets the magic powers. But it's so just go there. Yeah. It's both. What do you mean it's both? Well, he has to learn how to do costumes, but then he's the, the energy code to have the character. So that energy... Become the, that person. Yeah, that gives him... And becoming the, another the accents, person. And becoming another person. I'm well that, becoming another person. But he can do that over and over and over yeah, again. He's not wearing doing. a costume. He's not doing anything else. He's just... Taking on, yeah, but the voice. costume isn't the most important part. It, oh, I'd say any it idiot is. can wear a hat. That means any idiot can dress himself as somebody else. That's not the important part of the disguise of the disguise. Yeah. Your family, uh, uh, you know, trick. Yeah, but he does need to do both. He he has to do both. He, if he just says become another person, 
his voice will change. Maybe his mannerisms will, but he's still dressed as pistachio. He does need, he does need both, right? I felt cheated. The so whole movie is a bit of a cheat. I felt cheated. I, I'm with you. Just don't know why you're so against this. It was. Like, yes, it's a. It's not a great film, but like, it 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 explains things enough, for me at least. I completely disagree with that. Mm. It's a it's a it's a waste of resources. It's a waste of people's talent to put them together in such a slapshot way mm. and not care about the result. That's what I'm criticizing. That this could have been a good any any bad project could have been good if more effort was put into uh, the story or, or the reasons for why things are happening. That's not what this film was. This film was an excuse to get Dana Carvey in different costumes doing voices. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I agree. And that's a bad reason to do a film. That's what I'm saying. Any more bad? Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know, without sounding nitpicky. I mean, the Turtle Club sequence is just... We don't need to talk about that again. Ridiculous. I love that yeah. scene because it's horrible. Everything is bad. <laughs> Everything is bad. Everything. That's the scene like you're laughing at the movie with your friends, not with, you know what I mean? Um, the whole yeah. black Mark eBay scene. Weird, right? He comes in. You've, you've got henchmen. Just order them to shoot him. Yep. But honestly, just order Austin them, Powers. Just sh- yeah. 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 That's but all it just is. Just shoot him. Devlin's a competent... Yes. Sort of. I mean, he's very careless with his cigar butts. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he seems like a competent guy. He's put this whole plan together. In fact, his high school yearbook lays out his entire plan that he wants to become an evil mastermind and to have, have uh, people disguised as celebrities in order to... That was a funny joke, actually. Yeah, that was, that was quite good. good. That was quite good. So he's very competent. Mm. But why he doesn't just get them to shoot him? Now, if I was writing this, right, I would have... I would have <laughs> done so much different. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying I would have, I would have given, given enough respect to the characters that okay, if, if we, if the audience is supposed to buy that this guy really is an evil genius, then how would he respond when somebody, you know, stumbles a- across his plan? Somebody interrupts his plan. Of course, you would say henchman, get him, in the quickest, most, most effective way possible, and that's to shoot him. And then you open yourself up to a little scene where Pistachio has disguised himself as, I don't know, uh, an armsmith or some sort of weaponsmith or whatever, and he's managed to, uh, um, what's the word? Um, Not dismember. uh, Dismantle. Dismantle or render ineffective everybody's weapons. So, yep. so the whole shit. That's what buys him the time. That's what I would have done. I wanted something a quick like change that. Scene. I would have made a point to the whole thing instead of just oh. a stupid scene. Where sorry, that was me. <laughs> a stupid a scene. Gong in here. Yeah, where he's where he's judo chopping. Yeah, he's judo chopping ninjas. An army of ninjas, a squad of ninjas comes after him and he judo chops each one in turn with the same powers though, right? Seriously? It's stupid and not funny stupid. It's just lazy. I wanted a quick change scene. That's what I would add to this film. Yeah. Like Which you can do practically. Maybe he just Magicians do it all the time and it's fucking brilliant. It's great. I mean, even if if they couldn't do it. What what a great what a great way to get real life magicians or a real-life magician, involved in, in in the movie to showcase their skills. This is all kind of a magic anyway, yeah. right? And it's completely arsed you know, up. The ninjas come out, and he's wearing, like, taekwondo gi. Yeah. 
you know, then something else happens. Pup, maybe even, you know, he throws a smoke pellet. I don't care, but quick change. Now he's a, a knight. Like, ridiculous yeah, things. Like, yeah, how is he wearing yeah. an armor underneath? But he's, you can you know, be ridiculous. Where did that horse no, come yeah. from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just yeah. smashing through. Yes. Commando style. <laughs> blam, bam, bam. Actually lean in, make him have a Jedi bit, you know? Do a Star Wars sure. bit. Pull out a lightsaber, you know? Who cares? But that would have been a really fun scene to do. Yep. That a film that didn't if cared do more would have done that. just so lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they only had sixteen million dollars. <laughs> only sixteen million <laughs> yeah. is not much for films, though. It's not. It's not. Do, we're it's about to do Napoleon Dynamite next week. Do you know how much that film cost to put together? Whatever it was, it was too much. All right, <laughs> <laughs> it was less than a thirtieth of this film's budget. Gross. All right, Vertex. I think so. Yeah. But to be the man. You gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Slap it on with the might of Zeus. This film is like cancer. I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. No. <laughs> Hard no. <laughs> I will not watch this again. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. I'm only sorry to Seb. You sh- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am wounded. Some of the characters are funny. Some I of the sketches, uh, some of the scenes are entertaining in their own way. But the whole film has a really weak payoff and there are so many overdone jokes where you get the punchline and then the joke is still going and it makes it completely unappealing un, yeah. unenjoyable I just want to amend my statement it's like <laughs> skin cancer it's not like <laughs> really bad but like it's kind uh, of bad skin you know? is the biggest organ you have that sounds bad but you can cut it off not all of it <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> got you good mate. the one time so this is this is maybe the third time that I've seen this film and I hope to God that I never have an opportunity to watch it again. I also hope that you get to watch this again, as a <laughs> side note. No, um, I do recommend this film, but guys, we've been very clear. Nothing Andrew said I disagree with. It's just yeah. a <laughs> me either. funny trash pile for me. Yeah. Like It's interesting to see how many bad choices a film can make. So it's kind of like a bit of a lesson from that aspect. But also, okay, I would, so I would say not choices. Like lazy, where they actively didn't yeah. choose to pursue something. Yeah, and just eh, that'll do. Well, we yeah. in literally the space of improvising pitched two better scenes that would have been yeah. anything else in this yeah. film, and that's pretty terrible for a film that people can shit talk it <coughs> and accidentally come up with a much better thing with zero thought put into it. <laughs> um, but no, I I enjoy this for what it is as you know an hour and twenty minute. Max. It's only 72 minutes. The film go. is 72 minutes long. Which is, I think, one of the reasons. Eight minutes of, of bloopers. credit scenes, bloopers, cut scenes, and you know scenes that weren't in the film. Recorded and scripted, obviously, that's, filmed. That's where the 16 million the <laughs> I do legitimately think <laughs> that the credits were done that way because the film wasn't reaching feature. Yeah, maybe. Like, I, I genuinely do. Because like, they, they stretched out those credits. Again, lazy. Yeah. Lazy. Well, without eight minutes of credits, it's a 70-minute film. Who's going to pay for an hour and 10 minute film? Like, I think, not even joking, I think they did that to the credits to stretch out the runtime. The whole film is stretched out. Yeah. There's so little yeah. content in it. But how, how typical is it of 
modern day Michael Myers as well though that he does or even we talk about it with Blues Brothers too taking a SNL skit and trying to stretch it into a feature this wasn't an SNL skit but this may as well have been like for the for the for the it felt like a series of yeah you know rejected SNL skits yeah okay so next week though but Blues Brothers did it brilliantly Blues Brothers won sure oh yeah the yeah the sequel was rubbish yeah all right so Next week, we're continuing the trilogy of garbage. I'm keeping the name. It's, I've written, That's fair. I've already written in the show notes. It's, it's known. Um, with Napoleon Dynamite, which is a film I fucking hate. So I look forward to talking about that. So you suggested this one. Alex suggested Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, and then you've got... High School High. High School High. which John I, Lovitz, uh, as his... I think it's the only film where he's been the lead. Might be, yeah. So... The only film I know of of his... Oh, no, I guess... Oh, Would you consider him a lead in Rat Race? Oh, it's, it's an ensemble it's a, cast. Ensemble yeah, yeah. cast, yeah. So this one is genuinely him as the lead. Yeah. God, why are we doing Rat Race? So Rat Race is good. The trilogy will be broken up a bit because after we do next week's... Um, <gasps> it Chapter 2. We go to it Chapter 2, yeah. Uh. And I think there's another cinema... A cinematic release we have coming up too as well. I've got to work it Joker. out. Joker. Yeah, Joker. Well. Um, I did... Listen to a like three minute review of Joker on IGN today. No spoilers or anything like in the in the review. I, I don't really trust their review, but they gave it a ten out of ten. I yeah. was like, "Well, that's a big fucking call." Apparently, it's Oscar bait. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're watching okay. Phoenix, and a lot of the people that are involved in it behind the scenes as well. Honestly, it should be a good film. Like, it should be. It, it doesn't even look like a comic film. Anyway, we'll get to that too. So we've got a, a couple of busy boys in the coming weeks. Yay. But as for us, next week, Napoleon Dynamite. And Napoleon we'll, Dynamite. Yeah, and we're back on Wednesday for the Variety Hour. So look for us on Instagram at Second Take Podcast, or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Or if you live in the past, you can go to facebook.com slash second take, and you can go to Seb for the next part. <laughs> <laughs> and if you live, as in you're not dead, you can go to our website, secondtakepodcast.com, or send us an email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to support the show, we can be found on Patreon at patreon.com slash second take. Um, for as little of a dollar a month, you can literally help keep this show exactly what it is right now. Aggressive and <laughs> wanting the blood of Dana Carvey. Um, yep, yeah. that's how that show ends. Excellent. Space, the final frontier. Our mission, to discover new Fredo Treasure Space Series with Cadbury white buttons and a surprise space toy in every chest. I found one! Treasure every adventure. New Cadbury Fredo Treasure Space Series with only 77 calories per pack. Pick one up in store. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 